Johnny, put that big ass size 7 on and kick it for the homies. Words, beautiful words, really cool words. words Get smarter, words, go farther. Words. Say something scientific. Salicylic acid. Get smarter with words. I am a good speller, I am. Get smarter with word from your mother. Positive words that start with you. The words that can come out of our mouth can change our life. Describe yourself in three words. Using big words can make you look stupid. Here's Johnny. Rolling into the Friday edition of the Get Smarter with Words podcast. Thank you so, so much for tuning in this January 22nd, 2021. Just 364 short days till January 22nd, 2022. This is the radio show without an antenna and your podcast host without credentials. My name is Johnny Wright. Such a pleasure to have you tuning in today to Suffer and Succotash, learning the words, songs, and history from cartoons. And it is vast. It is massive, at least inside my noggin. There are a lot of people out there that are huge fans of Warner Brothers cartoons. I grew up around them through high school, college, uh, in my adult life, I'll drop a cartoon drop. I'll ask the convenience store clerk who's 18, hey, what's up, Doc? Didn't really get much of a response. Remembering through repetition. That's one of the keys, I think, to all of this. And there's there's a, so much to learn uh, about uh, learning, how we learn, the process of learning, uh, the tradition, the role-playing, the practice swings. All of that is part of our training for my company, The Biosphere, we talk all the time about hearing things over and over and over, and then we know them somehow. We call it accidental learning. That is what cartoons were for me as a kid. I learned about the history of the, the 30s, the 40s, and the 50s without knowing I was learning. The songs of the time, the phraseology. I learned, and I, I use this anecdotally uh, in training, I learned... Fiddler on the Roof as a senior in high school. And I learned it. Now, first of all, I was cast as uh, Tevya in Fiddler on the Roof. I was very fortunate. And I learned the soundtrack or all the music for Fiddler on the Roof by sitting in the choir room when I was supposed to be in other classes and listening to the Broadway soundtrack over and over and over and over, day after day after day. By the time that we actually started rehearsing, I knew all of the songs and everybody else's songs and some songs from the music band. I, I, I learned everything. By the way, the Broadway version of The, the Fiddler on the Roof with Zero Mostel is absolutely maximum. That's the gold standard for Fiddler on the Roof, which is one of the most popular Broadway musicals of all time. Topol. In the 1970 or 71 film of the same name, was just ghastly, just terrible. It's almost like Zero Mostel had been beaten, but he was semi-conscious to me. That's how that performance came off. We learn stuff through cartoons and repetition like grammar rock, multiplication rock, American rock, schoolhouse rock. Think of all the songs um, from all of those. Three Three is a magic number, 369, 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, 27, and <laughs> you got it, 30. You learned those numbers, face it, by three is a magic number. The preamble to the Constitution, 
We the people, in order to form a more perfect union. Sing along. Establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility. Probably got one of those words wrong. Bum, bum, bum. Provide for the common defense. Promote the general welfare and insurrectionists are thrown in prison for life sentences or the death penalty and so on. Conjunction, junction. You know, what is your function? We know it's hooking up words, phrases, clauses. I'm just a bill. I'm only a bill. And I'll get as far as Capitol Hill. All of it. We learn accidentally as kids, and I'm sure the kids of today are picking up a lot from from episodes of Baywatch and stuff, but Warner Brothers cartoons definitively. Daffy Duck singing to the to the Tasmanian devil to lure the, the, the devil back to the zoo where he had escaped. Nothing could be finer than to be in Carolina. I learned that song because it was on a cartoon or when Irish eyes are smiling, that's Daffy Duck singing to the Tasmanian devil. And he has laryngitis at the end of it from singing so much. And then some, and he squirts some stuff in his mouth and he's singing on Moonlight Bay. And he takes it home and there's a Tasmanian devil in jail back in the zoo where he belongs. Wiley Coyote. I learned about how to be smart. The super genius. Anyway, we're going to get to Uh, All of that in terms of someone with expertise in all of that. The executive director of the Warner Brothers Cartoon Archives, posing as my wife, will be coming up. There's no posing here. Tempore. Business travel in one click. Go to Tempore.com. This is one of our Get Smarter With Words podcast hosts. T-E-M-P-O-R-E.com. And new to the show, Connected. With a K, K-E-N-N-E-C-T-E-D. You both have harder words, you know, to know how to spell them. But listen, I appreciate you being part of the show. And I put together what I think is a powerful sounder that, um, for example, Tempor has the jet sound. That is designed to help you remember Tempor. And I came up with the sounder for Connected. See what you think. Just let your lead flow. No? We'll work on it. Connected. Simplify your LinkedIn lead flow. Just let your lead flow. Get connected. Visit connected.org. Are you wondering what the weather will be when you're traveling for the weekend? Well, to get the most accurate weather forecast, and let me tell you something. Let go of those apps. Get them out of here. The internet. (laughs) Internet schminternet. TV weather, forget it. Rather, turn towards a book written 221 years ago by people who thought that thunder was God bowling. I'm talking about the old farmer's almanac. Much like things like it will rain in the next 24 hours because the cows are sitting down, or my corns ache, here comes a hurricane. The Old Farmer's Almanac is a cherished reference book, first published 1792. Contains all kinds of interesting things, weather forecasts, planting charts, astronomical data, tasty recipes using rhubarb, rutabagas, and roadkill. Also, a step-by-step guide for how to square dance in a roundhouse. (laughs) Now, Old Farmer's Almanac for 2021 says this, quote, Winter will be colder than normal, and write this down, would you please? 
You don't have to look at any other weather source. This one thing will hook you up all the way through spring. You ready? Winter will be colder than normal in the north and warmer in the south, with above normal precipitation and snowfall, unquote. Isn't, isn't that like it kind of kind of is all the time? On this date in history, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, 1905, uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. Oh, wait, wait, no, no St. Petersburg, Russia, sorry. In Russia, a large demonstration of workers led by Father Gap, 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 I don't know how to pronounce this. It's turned toward the internet. Father Georgia Polonovich Gapon. Let's call him FG. Father Georgia Polonovich Gapon. FG marched to the uh, Winter Palace with some demonstrators there in beautiful Russia with a petition for the Tsar. Troops fire on protesters, kill a bunch of them. That became known as Bloody Sunday. Now, I know you're thinking... That's a different Bloody Sunday. Sunday Bloody Sunday made popular by U2. That event that inspired the U2 hit occurred January 30th, 1972. Actually, anniversary is coming up here when members of the British Army, I guess they were just cleaning their guns or something. They actually opened fire on a group of unarmed civil rights protesters killing 14. So there's more than one Bloody Sunday. Just like, and this I find this interesting, there is more than one trial of the century. Did you know that the 1892 trial of Lizzie Borden was considered the trial of the century? Doesn't this people's court theme kind of sound like, was the 3rd of November, and da 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 December, Papa was a rolling stone, yeah! I never realized how similar that was. So that was one of the first trials of the century. Lizzie Borden found innocent of chopping up her, her mom and her dad and putting them in the freezer for a bit. 1925, the Scopes Monkey Trial. And can we all agree that nobody needs fresh breath more than monkeys? Anyway, Scopes was a teacher in Tennessee who wanted to teach Darwin's theory of evolution versus Christianity. Now he was found guilty of Having a pet monkey who liked to get drunk, who sang Boogie Woogie, sound real funky, right from the court transcript there. 1935, again considered the trial of the century. Charles Lindbergh, baby was kidnapped, murdered by Bruno Hotman. Hotman was gassed, electrocuted, whatever, um, and just a year later. So none of these filing of court, habeas courtness, none of that. 1968, Charles Manson, trial of the century. They killed Sharon Tate, a bunch of people. Uh, O.J. Simpson, 1995. That was considered the trial of the century. Murdering Nicole, supposedly. Oh, wait, he was innocent. Nicole Simpson, Ron Brown. And last, I mean, this really tops all of them. 1973, the invention of Nature Valley granola. That was a cereal of the century, and it's just face it, any century. So there you go. Trial of the century, century of the century, cereal of the century. And you who listen in and download this podcast from around the world, we honor you. The Get Smarter With Words podcast being listened to in Salzburg, Austria, on the beautiful German border, the birthplace of Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. He was born at number nine, Gutteidegassen, Salzburg, January 27th, 
1756. All of these, it's interesting, these dates are all coming up. They all have anniversaries. Also, thank you to listeners in Grinnell, Iowa. Just down the road, about 50 miles from where this uh, podcast broadcasts from, East Central Iowa, known for Grinnell College. Grinnell College has the sixth highest endowment to student ratio of liberal arts colleges. And if any of you high school dropouts make some kind of wisecrack about Grinnell students being well endowed, I'm going to have you led out of here. Also, Cody, Wyoming, northwestern part of the state, known as the Buffalo Bill Center of the West, honoring the sociopathic killer in Silence of the Lambs. As we honor... Those folks who send me messages on LinkedIn, segment we call Strangers on LinkedIn. Let's sing along, shall we? Strangers on LinkedIn, exchanging messages, wondering what What the the hell. hell? The person smoking, this is not a bar. It's not a bar. And I'm not here to phone. This Unusual and strange LinkedIn message comes from Joe. Now, Joe is a return contestant on Strangers on LinkedIn. Joe was featured on the January 4th Get Smarter with Words podcast edition with sales guru Jim Lebedo called Building a Sales Team of Stud Muffins, the Jim Lebedo interview. As we broke down Joe's initial message during that show, Jim thought it was okay. I, I thought it gave me a tumor. That medical emergency has been justified as Joe has sent me an additional three LinkedIn messages. Not as part of the first one, but entirely new word dumps. So Joe, this Strangers on LinkedIn is dedicated to you and you start out with your second message to me that says, Hi John, thanks for connecting. I respond, anything to help advance science. Joe writes, just checking to see if you got my previous message. Johnny says, nah, the postman stopped delivering to our box. Joe says, wow, 2020 was a ride. Are you an astronaut? Says Johnny. Joe says, in spite of the current circumstances, I reply, do you need bail money? Joe says, we are continuing to help our B2B clients. I say, (laughs) Well, I lost my Floby store. You're here just in time. Joe said, increase their sales with predictability without spending money on ads. Johnny says, I'm going to predict that you are wrong. Joe writes, John, after looking at your profile, I have some ideas that could help you get more quality leads from LinkedIn. It's my haircut, isn't it? Joe writes, we'll do the hard part. Johnny says, like shaving my back. Joe says, and generate sales ready leads for you. I say, are those the Glengarry leads? I, I thought Jack Lemon stole those. Joe says, our clients, which include multiple Inc. 500 and Inc. 5000 companies, Johnny says, and Inc. 50,000 and Inc. 500 million billion companies. Joe, you're going the wrong damn way. Joe writes, have seen over $46 million in new business. I say, wow, that is a ton of insurrection action figures. Joe says, on a call, I'm glad to also share with you some other recent client results. I say, Joe, I know all about Circuit City. 
Joe writes, John, would you want to have a 10 to 15 minute discussion with one of our growth advisors? I write, I weigh 250, Joe. Do you have any shrink advisors? Joe says, feel free to reply back and we can schedule a quick 15-minute call to discuss. I say, they only allow me six-minute calls in county lockup, but I do have 15 minutes during Sunday's conjugal visit. Folks, if you know of someone, and maybe it's you, who assembles words like a monkey with a typewriter, then sends them as direct messages on LinkedIn like that same monkey throwing its turds, please encourage them to send their turds to me on LinkedIn. John, J-O-N... Right on LinkedIn. And now let's get loony. All the lights. This is it. The man of nights. No more. Warner Brothers cartoons. I grew up with them. They were babysitters. My parents, grandparents, people would just disappear. Didn't really know where they went for days. A lot of them never came back. Warner Brothers cartoons were founded in 1933 as Leon Schlesinger Productions, an independent production company. Mel Blanc, the man of a thousand voices, unbelievable talent. He joined them in 1936. He became the voice of Porky Pig for the first time in 1937. Do you remember that cartoon? <laughs> you were there. Porky's Duck Hunt. Careful. Oh, easy now. Easy. And he also introduced Daffy Duck in that same cartoon. Also, Bugs Bunny was introduced in 1940s A Wild Hair. Now, what's interesting, Mel Blank talked about this in interviews. And what's up, Doc? Blank would bite into a carrot and then quickly spit into a spittoon. So listen to think. Oh, wow. And what's up, Doc? Kinda, makes that a look of, wow, gross. Looney Tunes, Merry Melodies, Animated Short Subjects, and this is something that a lot of kids don't understand at all, anybody really under 50, they were released in theaters. TV was not really, you know, only the rich kids had TVs, and the ones they had didn't really work. So it was still theaters. These cartoons would be released in theaters before the um, primary attraction. And those, actually, the cartoons continued going strong until 1968 when you people started smoking pot and rioting. You ruined it. I mean, we learned the history of, of the time, the celebrities, the songs, the phrasing. We have memorized the songs and lines from all the great characters like Bugs Bunny. Promenade across the floor, dashing right on out the door, up the door, and this to the glade, and everybody promenade. Daffy Duck! I'm just wild about Harry, me and Harry's wild about me. Porky Pig! I'll have a Sing along now. It's Christmas. Oh, yeah. Sylvester the Cat. Ladies and gentlemen, I am officially running for President of the United States. Oh, oh, that nutty asshat. We learned many words, including, and I think this is where the uh, majority of them come from, truly, is the Yosemite Sam 
Hall of Fame. Remember this one? You doggone idiot galoot! You blow the ship to smithereenies! So idiot, and you get a two for one there. Idiot is a person who is considered foolish or stupid. Galoot. And if you put long-eared behind it, you get even more. But a person who is considered strange, foolish, uncouth, plus add the long ears. Or there was this one. Come out of there, you flea-bitten varmint, before I blast the fur clean off in your carcass! Lot there, but flea-bitten varmint, a troublesome wild animal. And including those doggone fleas. Remember this classic? You better say your prayers, you flea-bitten varmint! And there we learned the power of prayer. There was also great horny toads, which we're really still working on that one. And it wasn't just Yosemite Sam. <laughs> oh, no. Remember this good one from Sylvester the Cat? <laughs> now, that one is particularly interesting because if you look that one up, as I did on the Internet, where I look up everything, Suffering Succotash does actually, it, it, has a, it has a definition that's in the Oxford English Dictionary along with 171,000 other words. So suffer and succotash. Suffer and succotash. An exclamation of annoyance and surprise is also known as a minced oath. What is that? It is a euphemistic expression formed by misspelling, mispronouncing, or replacing a part of the profane, blasphemous, or taboo term, which helps reduce the original term's objectionable characteristics so in other words gosh gee whiz doggone it you yellow-bellied sidewinder all of it but the learning didn't stop there foghorn leghorn taught us organization fortunately i'll keep my feathers numbered for for just such an emergency Taught us the popular songs of the period Taught us analogies and metaphors. This boy's making more noise than a couple of skeletons throwing a fit on a tin roof. And he taught us sarcasm. That boy's about as sharp as a bowling ball. And then there was the Tasmanian devil. A real animal, carnivorous marsupial. Marsupial, a mammal born and completely developed, carried in a pouch on mom's belly, includes possums, which are part of our unusual-looking cat's section as part of our front yard here but that's not here the tasmanian devil taught us this he taught us how to sound like an insurrectionist we also learned that amazon has been around a lot longer than we thought the acme corporation a fictional company that delivers outlandish products to wily coyote that fail or backfire like this. Acme comes from the Greek word acme, which means peak, zenith, or prime, or highest, which is ironic because the products were all crapola. They failed. But hey, hey, after all of that, what do I know? Let's turn to a Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, and Asshat McGillicuddy expert. We welcome to the Get Smarter with Words podcast, the executive director of the Warner Brothers Cartoon Archive. Actually, it's my wife, Lori. Put your hands together for Lori, everybody. Lori, welcome. Hello. To the show. Thank you. Hello. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Now, Lori, how many cartoons do you think you probably have memorized beginning to end? 
Well, not many beginning to end. I, I have snippets in my brain from all my childhood years wasted watching cartoons, but I don't know beginning again. Probably not many. And so Warner Brothers was a big part. So you know all the characters. You know Yosemite Sam and Foghorn oh, Leghorn yeah. and yeah. all those Sylvester cats. And Sylvester and Bugs and Tasmanian Devil. Of course, you bet. Ashat McGillicuddy, you know them all. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, that one for sure. Very good. Well, listen, we're going to play a, a game with you called Complete the Line. And, w- <laughs> and what I'll do is I'm going to say part of a line from a cartoon, a fairly famous line. And your mm-hmm. role is to complete the line. And if, okay. you, if you can complete the line, it's worth 10 points. All right. Okay. All right. What questions do you have about this game show? Um, Nothing. I, I think I'm good. I just... Got to complete the line. I get 10 points if I do. I'm not sure what happens if I don't, but I guess I guess I'll find out. You know that having questions <laughs> uh, when someone asks what questions do you have really does indicate that you are actively listening. Yes, that is true. Well, I'll, I'll try to listen better. Well, I have now no do you have any damn questions? <laughs> I still have no questions because I'm not listening. Perfect. Let's jump into this. Here is Complete the Line. Our first line is, I knew I should have taken. I knew I should have taken that. Said. I said, I knew I should have taken that. And we, so we just put a period at the end of that? Is that what you're saying? And that's, yes, that's, that's what I'm saying. All right, let's go yep. to the computer. I knew I should have taken that left coin at Albuquerque. Oh, oh man. Sorry, bugs. All right. Well, that was certainly that, that was certainly close. All right. <laughs> Next. I have no idea. <laughs> Suffering. Succotash. Suffering. Succotash. Listen to that. Yay! Outstanding. That's worth ten points. I've redeemed myself. Do you want to go for question number three, where you, where you will get twenty points, or do you want to just stop here for charity? Oh, oh no. Let's let's go on. I want to I want to keep pushing it. Twenty points. It is. Here we go. Number three. It just. Wait, did you say it just? I did. You're not going to give me any more than that. Well, if I was, I would have. Wouldn't I have? <laughs> it just sucks. <laughs> okay. Doesn't sound like a 1950s cartoon, really. But... Okay. Let's go ahead and give it a listen. It just don't add up. Oh, come on. If you would have given me one more word. See, you were right. You're not really listening. If you just had given me one more word, I could have gotten that one. If every, you would have said it. Every person who add. comes on this program says the same damn thing. <laughs> it's the same story. Uh, let's go on to uh, number four. Wait, is this worth 20 points? Uh, hell, I know. I've, I've lost track. Um, <laughs> the line is, everybody do... Everybody do the wild thing. Okay, certainly later than the 50s as well. Um, let's go ahead and check out the line. Everybody do the Michigan ride. Oh, oh for gosh. Jeez. Okay. Well, you, just, you, you should have sung that one. I would have got it. You, you've just set <laughs> singing frogs back a thousand years. Let's move on to number question number five. <laughs> Can you play a piano? Can you play a piano as 
part of the sentence. I gotta finish that. That's a full sentence. Oh, you're a you're a real <laughs> Einstein, ain't you? I can see your list now. All right, complete the. Uh, all right, it's fair enough. All right, there's another line after this one that is uttered by another character. I'm sorry, I'm breaking the rules <laughs> of the content. My damn game. We'll go where I want with it. <laughs> I forgot the sentence. Now. Can you? Can you? So is everybody listening? Can you play a piano? Can you play a piano in Louisiana? <laughs> See what the. Can you play a piano? Have you got a piano? Sure have! <laughs> Wait right here, varmint, and I'll get you one in a jiffy! Well, that would be it. Oh, wow. <laughs> you realize you're deep in the negative points. We've been deducting I, points with every. I wanted to know what I was going to win, but I don't think winning is an well, option. Well, <laughs> at this point. you're ready to be taken down to the county jail and beaten. Oh, there we go. All right. Okay. And the next one. It's not, he doesn't have to shoot you now. It's not, he doesn't have to shoot you now. It's that you have to shoot him now. Go ahead and see what happens here. It's not, he doesn't have to shoot you now. It's, he doesn't have to shoot me now. Oh well, my I, God, think I, got right. I think I'll go ahead and go. Yeah, I, I think that was yeah. close enough. There was a... There was a there was a, a a a subject I think slightly off, but you know what I'll give it to you. It, you're, oh you're, well, that's very generous of the the, the get well, smarter with words man to give me that break. Thank well, you. I, well, I think we're making I think we're helping people get stupider as this whole uh, game show continues. But okay, <laughs> next la uh, da da de do de da da. Exactly. Yay! Excellent. Now, we have one more right here. You can win this whole thing. I think there's enough points in this last question. Okay. All right. This is redemption time. All right. It is redemption time. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I am officially running. For mayor. Let's see. Ladies and gentlemen, I am officially running for president of the United States. <laughs> well, that was from the well-known character uh, Asshat <laughs> McGillicuddy. No, so I'm sorry. Oh, I forgot about that cartoon. I, I was thinking yeah. Bugs yeah. Bunny. I forgot yeah. about the other cartoon. Well, well, it's a fairly recent one. So, <laughs> yes, actually, it it's uh, well, not the 50s. Well, Lori, I'm <laughs> so sorry we couldn't make you uh, finish the uh, line winner, but I sure appreciate you uh, playing today. That was fun. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for being parting gifts. We'll send those in the snail mail. And uh, in the meantime, thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. So what have we learned today? Well, we've learned that my wife is Succotash certified. We've learned that if Wiley Coyote... <laughs> Let's just move on to the third one. We've learned that knowing cartoon lines is worth money. Huge money. And we'll go back to the second. We learned that if Wiley Coyote had Amazon, Roadrunner would have been a sandwich. I want to thank our show sponsors today, Tempore. Business travel in one click, go to tempore.com and connected. Just let your lead flow. Simplify your LinkedIn lead flow with connected. 
Monday's program, not quite as animated. We're going to take a look at Long Island, New York. Yeah, sort of random, but you'll love it. It's one of the most amazing places in the world, the history of the celebrities. We're going to take a look at Billy Joel, Robert Moses, and the Big Duck, and I have personal connections to all three of them. That'll be on Monday's program. You enjoy the rest of this beautiful Friday. Have a lovely rest of your weekend. We'll see you on Monday. See